0: Looking at 1 Corinthians uh, 3, remember that Paul wrote wrote to this church? Corinth was almost like the Las Vegas of their day, okay? Um, And that also impacted their city, also, in the sense that um, there was a lot of sin in that city, even the reputation among the Greeks and Romans. This was a city where a lot of wild sin happens, okay? Uh, So 1 Corinthians 3, why Paul wrote 1 Corinthians was also, there was a problem of what? People competing with one another And not only competing But they also look at the different leaders and say Oh, I like this guy, I don't like that guy um, But they did it more out of a spirit of competition Okay, So you kind of see that in verses 5, do you guys see? Uh, verses 4 and 5 Where Paul says, hey, you guys are saying Some are of Paul, some of Apollos uh, Apollos elsewhere, if you look at Acts 18 You guys don't have to turn there was a young man who spoke really, really what? Well, okay? So then, some would, and then Paul says, Hey, who are these guys to you? Each one of them are what? Really servants. Okay? Uh, So I'm looking at this today is just to encourage us that when we serve God, we want to think what? Uh, Rightly of serving God the right way. And the first point we see is even here, if you read the Bible, God used Paul. Very great, right? Very powerful. We're reading uh, on Sunday through Ephesians, written by Paul. If you guys know the story of Paul, right? Uh, he was what? A person that persecuted Christian, and then what happened? He changed, right? Uh, his life, God turned him around, uh, miraculously, he saw a light, and everything else, saw Jesus Christ, and then changed his life, following the Lord, okay? Um, but yet, in light of all this, I like what it says, Paul wants us to think of them what? Humbly, right? These guys are so busy saying, oh, I like this, it's just like today, do Christians sometimes say, oh, I like this pastor better, he speaks better? Oh, I like that one or this one that, but Paul reminds us hey, we shouldn't be so prideful because, number uh, the first point we see is when we serve God, we're all servants. So, you guys see verse 5? Uh, who then is Apollos? Who is up, Paul? What did it say? The word is what the servants. Do you guys see that? Uh, the word is servants, okay. And when you look here, uh, Paul then is gonna give an analogy, two analogies, okay. Um, two pictures, two illustrations uh, of what it is like of us serving leaders as serve or even servants of the church okay um, the first one is what verses five to seven what does he draw the analogy of um, actually verses five to nine what is the analogy of, of in terms of people that serve God in the church and also the church itself what 's the analogy that he drew Actually, verses 6 to 9 Anyone? Like a, plant. like a plant Okay, so he's using agricultural what? Imagery, okay? Then there's a second imagery In verses, uh, second half of verse 9 onwards uh, Verses 9 to 15 What's the next imagery? Like building something. Yeah, building, okay? So it's architectural analogy, okay? So the way to memorize our point today is arg- Agricultural and architectural, okay? Uh, with that, so I think this is important as we see this. Uh, then we kind of see more of how does God use us in serving in the church? Okay, in terms of this. Okay, now remember these guys. The reason why Paul has to go over this is because the church right now is going through a lot of division. Okay, people are saying, "Oh, I follow this guy." "Oh, you like that pastor?" "No, I like this pastor." But but they're not really saying because the pastor really has problems or leaders has problems. They're really doing it to what? Because they're just only merely out of what preference, okay? Um, so here we so we need to have a right perspective of service to God. We need to have a right perspective of even those that serve in the church also as well, okay? And also of even for us when we serve God, I hope we do serve the Lord, right? In our church, this is the way we view how we are part of the church, okay? So in line, the first one, uh, let's look at the agricultural part. The agricultural part is notice when he talks about. The agriculture of planting, he describes how each one that serves God do what different things. Okay, um, Apollos, what did he do according to verse six? What uh, what imagery did he do? Now he's talking about plant and agriculture, but what did Apollos do according to verses six? Yeah, he watered. Okay, uh, what did Paul do? He planted. Okay, um, so I think that's important to realize too. Um, that in all of this, each one of us have a role to uh, to play. Each ha- one has a role in serving God in a different way. Okay, so each person's role might not be dip- uh, might not be the same. Okay, but in the end, uh, the one that's most important is God, because what? God is the one who works through them, because it goes on in verse six. Says it's but God who caused what the plant to grow. Right, uh, uh, God. Yeah, it's God that causes the plant to grow And then he's going to explain this a little bit more In verses 7, okay Verses 7 So then neither the one who plants Nor the one who waters anything But God causes the growth, okay So that means we should be, what? More humble, okay Now, it is important for someone to plant the plant, okay It is important for someone to water the plant But in the end, the one that really is working through all that is who? It is God who gets the full credit, okay uh, because in verses seven, it makes it very clear, the one who plants and the water, the one who waters is is not anything we should count. And by the way, in fact, it shows that we they actually need each other. Does that make sense? The one who plants the seed is also plays an important role, but also the one who waters. But then when he says here, then you might say, hey, how come, uh, Paul says none of those are anything? That's because compared to God, what God does, God does the most amazing role. Okay. Uh, a few years ago Rebecca and Abigail uh, We were doing homeschool You guys remember We did plants We did uh, Learning about plants What do you guys remember About plants Was it pretty amazing To learn about Different parts of plants Yeah The little like Rhymeans That's their veins Yeah yes. Okay Yeah I'm amazed how I'm actually amazed How plant works I'm sure this is You guys remember When you guys were younger Studying plants right um, what, How does plant Make their food Do you guys remember They're not like us We eat an animal They use uh, chlorophyll They yeah. Okay. How? What does chlorophyll uh, do? They, it's kind of sugar. Yeah. How do How do they uh, How how does it all work? Where do they oh, get they the? They just get like uh, draw water from the roots. Yeah, the roots. Get the sunlight from. The yeah, roots, the sunlight. Yeah. Okay. And then they uh, combine the water air Yeah, and then they make some kind of sugar or basically the, the food nutrient, right? Yeah. Which I means so amazing, right? Like plant is like, wow, like it makes its own food from light. And from waters and the nutrients, and it's absorbing, which then later is so important for what everything else. Okay, um, some of us might not think importantly of plants, but then you would say, "Oh, I I don't eat vegetables, right?" You guys ever meet anyone? Now, right now, I have a friend who I don't think it's. Uh, I, I won't say this because it's recorded. Um, I know somebody uh, who only believes in eating meat. <laughs> okay. Do you think that might be a problem? I think so, eventually. But then you might. Some of us might say, "Oh, I don't care about vegetables." But guess what? You can't say it's not important at all because what? Even the cows you eat, what do they eat? What do they eat for their meal? Like vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Right. You might say, "Oh, I don't need to ever see the sun again." But even your house is made out of what? Wood that's from the sun. Uh, you know, and, and all of that, right? And ve- uh, vegetables. So here we see, in comparison, all that what God does is so much more amazing than what we do. Okay, So it's kind of strange to go to God to brag Hey God, you really need me to water and plant When we could be replaced When he does the great miracle Compared to what he has done Does that make sense? It's almost like going uh, If you know someone that uh, Let's just say plays guitar really well And then you go brag and say Hey, I finally figured out what's G hey, Am I not so good, right? I don't know what, what strings And then that's almost like Oh, um, you, do you really want to brag? Uh, you know, Even if that person says, oh, that's good That's trying to encourage you, right? But in comparison, we're nothing compared to what God does in the church Okay, So the first part we see here is When serving God, we must have humility Because verse 5, remember it says we're servant And verses 6 and 7 shows that compared to what God does Our role is actually very what? Uh, important, but actually not as amazing compared to what God does Himself Okay And so Should we serve God humbly Also as well yes. Yeah Okay And sometimes some people Could serve the God Because they serve things In the church So that they can say Hey guys look at me Other people look How much I'm doing But the first part We need to do Is realize we need To be humble Okay So then in verses 8 It says Now he who plants And he who is water Are one But each will receive His own reward According to his Own labor I love this Because now it shows What Earlier you might think, oh, when Jesus says, oh, correction, when Paul says, watering and planting is not important compared to God, he doesn't mean that God doesn't care at all. But do you see what happened? He says, whatever you do, it might be different compared to others, but God will reward you. Do you see that? Verses 8, okay? So even when serving God, you'll have your reward. Some of those rewards might not be here now, Okay? But it's already, it will be in the future. Okay, What I think is so amazing is because of our sin, we don't deserve anything good. But yet, after God saves us, He still want to bless us by even rewarding us by what? By serving Him. Does that make sense? So that's the first ag- uh, imagery he has is agriculture. Then now he's going to give another imagery. Um, well actually, before we move on, let me ask you guys first. Who is the plant? So if the uh, uh, if the one who plants And the one who water Represents the servants of God Who does a plant represent? We are the plants. Huh? We are, we are the plants. Yeah, yeah Good We are in the sense It's a church, right? Mm-hmm. It's a church Because earlier, remember They're arguing about Apollos And Paul who serve them Who minister in the church So we are the plants, okay? Uh, but then also We can be switched to it When we're serving this is, right, later on, Paul in First Corinthians uh, 12, if you know your Bible, he'll talk about every one of us serve too, so it's not just only pastors and leaders, okay? Um, and each one of our roles is different, okay, mm-hmm. uh, with that. So now he's going to go with the same analogy, uh, same kind of principle, but now he's going to give it with architecture, okay? Uh, verses 10, uh, Caleb, could I have you read that again? Verse 10. According yes. to the grace of God, which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. Okay, yeah. So sorry, I've been skipping verses today. Verses 9, first, right? Um, it goes on, we are God's fellow workers, right? Then you, he says, you are God's field. Remember, so that's how we interpret it, what Paul interpreted it correctly, of what Paul wrote. Okay? Uh, but now it says, we're also God's what, building. And then what you read earlier, Caleb, now it's saying, okay, if we, if the church is like the building, if actually the people is like the building, now he's going to say, hey, we're also in the church, when we're serving God, we're like those who are building up the church, okay? So who's a wise ma- uh, master builder? Ooh, Jesus Christ. That, that yeah, that? I know, uh, yeah, ultimately it's God, uh, but also... Uh, By master builder Is the one that laid down the foundation Uh, Here he's saying I That is Paul Okay You guys know what Foundation means? What is foundation In the building? What's the foundation Part of the building? Do we see it? Do we always see it? No right But it's very very important Okay Uh, By the way I think one thing We could learn from this Is also Sometimes the things We serve for God Might be so foundational That people take it For granted Right It's like foundation Is what underneath That holds it Everything what? Firm It's not on shaky ground Right Uh, All that Okay So verses 10 He says what Uh, That he laid the foundation And then other people are what Building on it Okay But then he gives this rule Each man must be careful How he what Builds on it Okay So I think we get another principle In verses 10 Is not only should we be humble as uh, one point And then number two We saw earlier We will be rewarded By the way in, the next, in this section Agriculture I mean Architect There will be some repeat But then we see something else We must be very what? Careful In how we serve God Okay? Uh, Paul Has the foundation Already been laid down? Yeah It's by Paul And the other apostles Those guys that wrote the Bible Lay the foundation Okay? Uh, so you, when you build a building You can't just Oh, build a house here And then you p- oh, build uh, Part of the house somewhere else No, it has to be built upon what? Based upon God's word or with a foundation on Christ Okay? So you must be very, very careful How he built it Even today When people build a building Or when you fix your house uh, Some of your parents Right? Uh, with the houses When they fix something Do they have to go down to the city To get a permit sometime? Yes. Okay. So, why is that they have that is to make sure it's built according to what, good, quality and care, uh, also as well, right? You don't you don't want to rent it out and then it's endangering someone else's life, that kind of thing. Okay. So, how much more so we should be very careful in how we build and how we serve God and how we contribute. Okay. You guys realize every one of us coming? Uh, I know sometimes people think, oh, I just go to church and I just sit in the pew or the chair. But actually, I think all of us here. We show up, we already change the place a lot, yes? Okay, Uh, we're just changing there just by our influence, just by being there. But that influence there is either good or what could be bad, okay? So I think that's important to realize how do you go? What, how are you gonna go help with the church, okay? Uh, Or building God's kingdom? Then, uh, Josh, could you read verses 11? For no man can lay a foundation. Other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's saying here that everything must be based upon who? Jesus Christ. It's like a building, foundation, right? It's what makes it stable. So everything is built upon what? Jesus Christ. Elsewhere later, uh, so I know it says in the bottom, but it shows it's important. Other parts in the Bible talks about Jesus Christ as like the head. Like if we're the church, we're like the body. Who's our head? It's Jesus Christ, right? Who's our leader? But here, why is it says foundation? Is to say that's what causes everything to be what stable. When the storm comes, when the wind comes, and all of that, okay. So here, or the rain comes. I mean, so here you see is very, very important. So we must be careful by making sure it's based upon what Christ. We're talking about appointing people to who Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, verses twelve. Paul, could you read verses twelve? Now, if any man Well. Okay, we'll stop there real quick, okay. Um, some of these items are mentioned as different things that are mentioned of how you what build the uh, things uh, uh, build a building, okay? I actually think what he's talking about here, if you look at the word, is most houses built built by gold by? That? No, no. Is most houses built with silver? No. Maybe precious stone, you might say some would say, but this is talking about stones that people wear, okay? Um, wood, hair, all that. I think when he's talking about all this is, remember if you look at verses 16, it says we are the temple of God. That is, he's talking about the church is the temple of God. And by the way, in the temple in Israel, the temple before was made out of gold, silver, uh, and precious stone. Was That was a big ingredient. Um, today, this world, people could build things very fast. Yes, I'm hearing uh, in China they're building what a hospital in what less than a week, right? It's incredible. But back then, do you think like, people built things faster then or slower compared to today's Tower. world? Much slower, okay. And then you think about building a big temple, would it take how long do you guys think? Actually, you guys ever look at, um, you guys ever sometimes look at like, um, like YouTube videos or videos or documentary of like those... Ca- or maybe you guys been to Europe. You've seen those amazing castles. Like, uh, you know, uh, Northern Dame. You know, I know it just got bro- burned down. The one in um, France. France. Okay, Paris. Um, you know how long it took them to build that? Was it five years? Ten years? Fifty years. No. It was hundreds of years. Yeah, hundreds of years. Okay, because everything was much slower. They don't have the technology, but some, so sometimes when you build something, you don't actually see it finish. So in building all that, it takes a long time. So remember, in he's talking about a temple being built. So it's not talking about building a house. Okay, so even the temple in Jerusalem it took how long? Many decades. Okay, many decades. So the person that began building it. He might not finish, he might die and retire before it's finished. So I think that's important to realize when we build in the church, whatever we do, sometimes you don't see the result right then and right away, right? Even I feel like in our church, um, the reason why we could afford a building, you know, our church was able to pay off the mortgage for the building, and we get to enjoy it now. We don't have to worry for my generation in the English side. We don't worry about it because why? Those people 30 years ago, when they first started, they're the ones that, what? Put it in into that and say, oh, we will pay for uh, the mortgage. Does that make sense? So same thing when we build in the church. I think we must think even beyond just this lifetime. Sometimes we get so impatient, thinking, oh, how come I don't see people change right away? Because sometimes it takes what people is sinful and people change, and you and I are slow in change. So we need to also realize have to be very what patient. Okay. So then going back on, it says you have to should have the right material, and I think the build right building material for the church. It must be based upon God's word, okay? Uh, you guys ever hear the story of the three little pigs? Oh yeah, three little pigs and the wolf. Yeah, you guys hear the st- story of the three little pigs and the wolf? What is the story of the three little pigs about? Okay. <laughs> poor piggy? <Biggie? laughs> is that what you said? Did you say poor piggy? Okay. So tell me, would you guys tell me the story The poor, uh three little pigs? I don't remember. Okay. There were three little pigs. They all build a house. And there's a wolf that wants to what? Eat them. Eat them. One pig made a house out of what? Sticks. Sticks. Another made out of? No. Straw sticks. Straw sticks. And 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 the third one is made out of brick. Okay? So when the uh, wolf comes over to the first one that is made out of straw, he says, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow you away. So he blows really hard and guess what happened in the house? Blows away. Then that little pig runs over, or depend on different version, the fairy tale, right? Some says he's eaten already, and then he, or other nicer version, he runs over to the other pig's house with the stick, mm-hmm. and then the other pig says, "Oh, you can't come in, you know. I built this house." And then the uh, uh, wolf says, "What? I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow you away." So he blows, and what happened in the house? All, all gone. Okay. Then all two pigs run to the last pig's house, <coughs> mm-hmm. in the brick house. And is that pig able to go in? Is that pig able to go in? I mean, uh, is the uh, wolf able to go in? No. No, okay. So, okay. So in that same way, when you see here, what kind of material you build is important, okay? Are you following God's instruction? But also look at verses 13. It says now God is going to test. Okay, so different than the agriculture image is now it's going to say, this is one difference, is that he's now saying that God's going to what? Test. Whether or not all that we do is going to be pleasing to him, verses thirteen. Uh, Nancy, could you read that? Oh wait, where do we stop off at? Paul, you already read, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Nancy, could you read verse thirteen? Each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Yeah. Okay. So fire will test that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's, if a house is made out uh, made out of wood. What happened to it? Burn. Burn, okay. Do um, you guys ever hear people say, like, you know, Americans, we have the Christmas tree? Like, if you get a real one. Do you guys ever hear people say it's, uh, it's very dangerous to be very careful with the fire, right? Because, the I guess, apparently the pine inside is actually chemical that is very flammable. Um, yeah, last week, I met with Jin. I went over to Jin's house to visit him, see how he's doing. Uh, and he had a, a pine tree that he found on the street. And, he, you know, Jin really likes having, like, at night time in his backyard, he likes to light, uh, you know, like a fireplace. So we put it in, and you know what we found out? Wow, a pine tree burns so powerfully. I can't imagine whole forest, right? It had burned so brightly compared to regular wood. Like, because all the fumes, all the chemical, right, in there, just boom, It's just like, whoa. And it was so bright. Uh, I'm so glad Jin at first wanted... I wanted to put the whole tree in all at once. He said, No, no, that's dangerous. Then he chopped it and we were like, whoa, just a little bit at a time. It's alright. Right? So I pretty much say this. If you're gonna build a church out of hay and straw, will there be much left over? No. No, okay? So each one of us will be tested with how we built this. And by the way, I think the analogy is what are these materials comes from? It comes from whether or not you're going doing things by the Bible. Okay? Doing things God's way Instead of uh, our way Okay Verses 14 uh, Caleb could you read verse 14? 14 If any man's work Which he has done on it remains He will receive a reward Okay Yeah so here it shows It doesn't want to just scare you Oh everything will be burned Okay But here verses 14 says uh, Also hey if it survived Don't forget Just like the same part uh, When we're doing farming for God As a church We will get a reward Here it reminds us too Whatever remains will also we will be rewarded. Okay. Then verses fifteen. Josh, could you read that? If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself be saved, yet so as through fire. Yeah. So here, this verse teaches us that uh, when he says you'll suffer loss, that doesn't mean you go to hell. Okay. Um, But he's saying, hey, you still be saved. You guys see that? You still be saved, but it's also gonna be what? If it's uh, not based upon God's word. It's also not going to count uh, for your rewards, okay? This verse, by the way, you know they are Catholics. You guys know Catholics sometimes believe things that are a little different than the Bible? Oh not a little quite a bit sometimes. Um, some Catholics, you guys know they don't believe in only heaven and hell. I think the Bible teaches only heaven and hell. They have a third category. Purgatory? Yeah, purgatory. Uh, have you heard of Purgatory before Paul? Okay, So they believe that oh the people that are not that good, they go in the fire for a little bit. Uh, the Catholics that are not as uh, good So then the fires suffer a little bit And then they leave But I think this verse doesn't support it Because Here is What is being burned up Is it you Being burned up Is it people being burned up Or is it uh, The things you build Yeah The things that you're building Okay So it's not you yourself Because it says what You'll be saved Right through the fire Okay You'll be saved So it's not us And the second thing I also don't think is to teach about purgatory is also saying what uh, God's leader, uh, real believers that are serving uh, with that. Okay, so usually Catholic would say, oh no, the priest is definitely not in purgatory. But here it's saying, hey, no, it's those that are serving, leaders also as well. Okay, so I think here is to say that, hey, you want to build everything that lasts, right? You want to uh, build everything that's meaningful. So the best way to be meaningful is through things what God's way, and with God's word. Okay, Josh, uh, so you had a question. I think the uh, hospital manager that I work under And I'm volunteering He's Catholic Okay, yeah So we love them, right? We uh, lovingly tell them the truth Also as well, okay? Over time uh, With things, okay? Uh, So yeah, even if there's disagreement You know, uh, we always as Christians need to be what? Polite and respectful uh, with that, okay? And in verse 16 Do you not know you're a temple of God And the Spirit of God dwells in you, okay? This is to remind us um, That we need to handle things what With care okay? Uh, with the things of God in the church uh, The church is not perfect uh, How do I know? I'm the pastor of the church I know I'm not perfect By the way, if there's a church that's perfect I would always recommend you to not join Because why? You will ruin it okay? If there's such thing as a perfect church Because we're all sinful right? So the church is not perfect But at the same time I think it's important to realize The church is what? Is, is, belongs to God and we need to handle it and build it with care um, I feel like uh, I've been in the church since 2001 Since I've been 18 Since I was just a uh, graduate high school Coming to this church uh, I love this church uh, If I were not to be a pastor If I pick a church and I was not a pastor I'll still pick the church I'm at right now uh, I feel it's like, almost like marriage Actually I think the church prepared me more for marriage than anything else Because I felt like I learned to love difficult people I learned to love people of different age, different backgrounds, you know, even if they're different, uh, being patient and all that, uh, or being challenged also, as well, and people correcting me and, and living that life in the church. So I think part of me is realizing hey, the church is something precious to God. And I think that prepared a lot for my own life, even with dealing with difficult people in the military, or whatever. It was just realizing, hey, loving the church and saying, I'm going to still stay and be faithful. Okay, so I want to encourage you guys with this that we serve God. Uh, be faithful uh, be humble uh, be encouraged that you'll be rewarded uh, be also warned that you want to be faithful uh, with the Bible and about center on Christ uh, knowing that you know you'll be tested but also realize you are also part of you are uh, part of the temple of God as well okay let me stop at this point